Hello and welcome to the 8th episode of the Head to Head Podcast. On this edition of the Head to Head Podcast, I will be looking at two NBA players who have fallen from grace in the likes of Dwight Howard and Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony and Dwight Howard were top were two of the top 10 players in the NBA at one point. Dwight Howard was the premier big man and center in the NBA, while Carmelo Anthony was one of the best scorers and perimeter players that the NBA has ever seen. And now both of them are in a current status of chaos and their realm as NBA superstars seems to be at its end. Let's look at both of these players and I'm going to tell you which one I think is overall the better player in the NBA. Let's start first with Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony has been in the league since 2003. He has over 25,000 points. He is one of the best scorers I, or anyone for that matter, has ever seen. 24 points per game for his career. 6.5 rebounds per game. 24.5 points per game during the postseason. The bottom line is Carmelo Anthony can score. He has one of the best mid-range jump shots in NBA history. His length makes him almost impossible to score. And when he was in his prime, he was—he's a probably—he is to me a top ten scorer in NBA history. I think he's a better scorer than LeBron is. I think he's a better scorer than Dwayne Wade is. When it comes to pure scores of the last. 15 years, I think Carmelo Anthony heads the list. He's like a Durant. He was the original Kevin Durant. He's the original Kevin Durant without a ring. And now that Durant has a ring, he has surpassed Carmelo Anthony. But if Carmelo Anthony had ever gotten a ring, he would be exactly where Kevin Durant is right now. But sadly, Carmelo Anthony has not reached that. He spent eight years with the Denver Nuggets, seven years with the New York New York Knicks, and the last season with the OKC. As the NBA has evolved and the three-pointer has become more and more of a thing, Carmelo Anthony's game doesn't look as good. He shoots 34% from three-point range. I'd say about the average is 35. If you shoot 35, that's decent. 34, eh. It's just meh. It's not great. He's not Ray Allen. Clearly, he's not Ray Allen. I just think if Carmelo Anthony was a better three-point shooter, we wouldn't be mocking him as much as we are. I think Carmelo Anthony is almost... A misunderstood NBA superstar. He shoots 44% overall, which isn't great. But, I mean, at the rate he shoots, he's been the guy for every team he's been on. He's a 10-time All-Star. Three-time gold medals. He's won an NCAA championship. So, I'm not going to say he's a winner. But I am going to say he has shown that when he believes in a team, that he can win. And, yeah, people are going to say, well, Cam, it's easy for him to believe in a team when he's playing on the Redeem team in 2008, and he's playing with Kobe Bryant in the Olympics. He's playing with Kobe Bryant and LeBron and all these guys. Dwight Howard, even. He's playing with all these guys. He's playing with Jason Kidd. Of course he's going to win. In college, he's got Jim Beheim. Carmelo Anthony has never played with a great NBA head coach. He's played with the likes of George Carl, Mike Woodson. Uh, George Carl is going to make the NBA Hall of Fame, but he's not, he's not, to me, a great, great head coach. He's never won a title, and there's a reason why he's never won a title. And I think he's probably the best head coach that Carmelo Anthony has played for. 
last year he played for Billy Donovan. With the Knicks, like I said, he played with Mike Woodson. He played with Jeff Hornacek. He's played with a bunch of eh, coaches with the Knicks. And with the Nuggets, he played for the one guy, George Carl. The only year George Carl didn't coach him when he was with the Nuggets was his rookie season. And then they brought in George Carl. And yeah, with the Nuggets, he had success. But eight out of the ten times he has been to the playoffs, Carmelo Anthony has only gone out of the first round twice. One was with the Nuggets to the Western Conference Finals was when they had Chauncey Billups. And then the second was with the Knicks when he got out of the first round. Finals, and then the Nuggets trade him because he demanded the trade. He demanded they break up that team. He demand, he became a diva, a superstar. He thought he was bigger than he was. I mean, that's, that's every NBA player ever, basically. But he did it, and it didn't work out for him. And then the Knicks, in acquiring him, had to trade all of their good young stars. Um, the Knicks had to give up Wilson Chandler. The Knicks had to give up Danilo Gallinari. A bunch of guys who could have played with Melo. If Melo had just waited to be a free agent, he could have signed with the Knicks. But this NBA mentality of I have to get to the biggest market and I have to be a good, I have to be the biggest star I can be. Now I, I tell you that's happening less and less now as you've seen that with Paul George. And you've seen that with other guys recently. It doesn't seem to be the case. Paul George didn't want to go to L.A. Carmelo Anthony was obsessed with being a Brooklyn Net or a New York Nick. And that was his downfall, this obsession to join the bigger market. When he was in a Denver, he, he is the greatest Denver Nugget of all time. He is the best player in Nuggets history. There's not another guy. On the Nuggets, that's go- that's at the caliber of Carmelo Anthony. He could have been the great. He could have been thought of as a lifetime Nugget, and I think that's worth something. Then to join a Knicks team that already has a Wall Frazier, already has so many guys, a Patrick Ewing, all these guys. He could be the Nugget, and he still is the Nugget, but he's not looked at as proudly as a Nugget because those fans know he wanted out of there. That's the sad thing about Kevin Durant. He could have been the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now it's Russell Westbrook. He's given up that to join the Warriors and win all these rings. The Carmelo Anthony sacrificed all that, and he still hasn't won, and that's why it's sad that he hasn't won. I think Carmelo Anthony is one of the best pure scorers in basketball history. I love watching him play. I loved his prime. He was one of my favorite players. I think he's still one of the greats. I'm not one of these people that looks at and goes, no ring, you're not great. I think Charles Barkley was great. I think Carmelo Anthony is in that category. He just got in his own way. The Knicks could have gotten him. He could have had Gallinari as teammate. He could have had Wilson Chandler. The Nuggets, he had Chauncey Billups. When Carmelo Anthony has a good point guard, he wins. He had Jason Kidd. The Knicks got out of the first round. He had Chauncey Billups. The Nuggets went to the Western Conference Finals. If Carmelo Anthony plays with a really good point guard, he can win. And now that he's with one in Westbrook and he's not in his prime, he's not going to be part of the solution. It now looks like he's part of the problem. The Oklahoma City Thunder have his huge salary and they're stuck with it. They are stuck with paying him $28 million. It's sad what has happened with Carmelo Anthony, who, to my view, was underrated when he was with the Nuggets. He was a top five player in the NBA who was being overlooked because of his market. And nowadays, I don't think we would be overlooking him with we see. There's a guy in Denver in Jokic who we all think is going to be one of the best NBA players. Back then, I think we undermined NBA stardom with the cities, the New Yorks, the Celtics, the Lakers. I think over the last five to ten years, since Melo left, 
to Denver. We don't care about those big markets anymore. We ne- we don't need those markets. Golden State has become a huge market. I think we've learned that talent makes the markets bigger. Now let's look at the man who was once the best center in the NBA, Dwight Howard, 17.4 points per game, 12.7 rebounds per game, 18.4 points per game in the playoffs. He's a five-time rebound leader and two-time leader in blocks, three-time defensive player of the year, eight-time all-star, five-time all-NBA first team. That's huge. Eight years with the Magic, three years with the Rockets, one year with the Lakers, one year in Charlotte. And one year in Atlanta. That is five teams. He is now on his sixth team as he signed with the Wizards. The downfall of Dwight Howard is the coach killer mentality. He killed the career of Stan Van Gundy. That's where it started. His first coach in the NBA over his eight years with the Magic. He had two. He had one head coach and he got that guy fired. Let's talk about his next run in with the Lakers, where he got Mike Brown fired in their first eight games. Dwight Howard has a history of firing coaches. He has been part of so many coaches being fired. I don't know how much he had to do with the firing of Kevin McHale, but I have my suspicions. He is not. He is a guy who thinks he should be getting more offensive touches. And the sad part about Dwight Howard is he is a great, great defensive player who thinks he's better on offense. He is DeAndre Jordan. He just gets more shot attempts to get more points, but it doesn't lead to that much success. He has a pretty good field goal percentage, but he doesn't have any good post-up moves. He's not Patrick Ewing, and by God, he's not Hakeem Olajuwon, who was one of the best offensive big men in NBA history. Dwight Howard is not that. He's a law passer. He's a pick-and-roll type player. It's simple stuff. He's a good dunker. That's the best thing I can say about him on offense. He's a terrible jump shooter when he attempts to do that. He's not good with layups if they're not dunks. The simplicity of Dwight Howard's game is his downfall. He's not Blake Griffin. Even Blake Griffin has developed somewhat of a jump shot. It is absurd. After He's been in the league since 2004. His offensive game is so simple. And his talent was at one time so large that just that simple offensive-mindedness was able to get the Magic to an NBA Finals where he had perimeter teammates. But since his, since his health has decreased and his... Offensive abilities have remained the same. He's not able to carry teams anymore. He carried that team one time. One time he was proven right by his offensive simplicity. That's basically what I would call it. His game is so simple. Dunks. Missed layups. He's, he's, it's frustrating to watch Dwight Howard play the game for a decade and a half and develop no post-up moves. None at all. None. He The game has changed, and he hasn't changed with it. And sadly, that's what's ruined him. The three-point shot has ruined him. You can't play against the Warriors with a big man like Dwight Howard. He doesn't run the floor well. He his demand his, He's too demanding of the ball, which is frustrating for his teams because he's playing with guys like Dwight Howard like James Harden, like Kobe Bryant, some of the best perimeter players ever. Back when it was Rashard Lewis and Jameer Nelson and Hito Turgaloo, he could be the man, but he hasn't developed into a good teammate. He hasn't developed into a good passer. He's not a very 
good offensive player. His game is simple, and he puts up stats because he can still get his dunks, and he's still a fantastic rebounder. At one point, it was great to watch Dwight Howard. He was great. He was funny. He was... He looked happy to be playing the game. He was a different kind of superstar. I remember Kenny Smith saying Superman is in the building. And those were those were some of the best dunk contests. Him versus Nate Robinson. Him versus all those guys were fun. Him versus... Him in the playoffs versus the Celtics as a Celtics fan was always fun to watch. I remember going to a game and seeing Dwight Howard. He is a physical specimen. He's one of the rarest talents in the NBA. But his own ego like Mellows, has been the downfall of his lack of success. He has no success. He became the star of Orlando. He he could have proven that he was the anti-Shaq by staying with the Magic, but he proved he was just like Shaq and demanded to go to the Lakers. But unlike Shaq, there wasn't the happy ending with him winning all those titles with Kobe Bryant and the Lakers. The opposite happened. Kobe Bryant found out that Dwight Howard was... Almost like a fraud. He didn't care about winning. His lack of effort. I don't know. I believe Kobe because Kobe is a superstar player who's won five rings and he gets the benefit of the doubt. Dwight Howard has won zilch. Zero. Nada. Nothing. Dwight Howard, I don't think very highly of him as a overall winner. I don't think of him as a winner and that's a problem. I I don't think of Melo as a winner, and I don't think of Dwight as a winner. They both have that flaws. But we've had stars of yesteryear who didn't have rings, and they were still all-time greats. We had John Stockton. We had Carl Malone. We had Charles Barkley. These were guys who failed to win the big ones. Gary Payton, Sean Kemp to a lesser extent. So many guys didn't win rings and so they're still great players but they didn't win the big ones but the sad thing about Dwight Howard and Carmelo Anthony is that these two guys did this to themselves Dwight Howard fired had Stan Van Gundy fired when they had their best chance then he goes to the Lakers and tries to form a super team of his own with Steve Nash and Kobe Bryant and Lamar Odom and Ron Artest and you all know the rest it was a la- it was the biggest failure I've ever seen from the super team. It was the first time I saw that super teams aren't just let's add talent. Now, Steve Nash had bad health issues. Dwight Howard had a back issue. Kobe wasn't the same guy as before. And Metal World Peace went insane. But still, that team's lack of success is so frustrating. I remember them getting eliminated by the Dallas Mavericks. And Dwight Howard got thrown out of his last game as a Laker. Dwight Howard wanted to be the face of the Lakers immediately while they still had Kobe Bryant. He didn't even want to team up with Kobe to win. He wanted to become the face of LA. Then he goes to Houston wanting then he goes yeah, then he goes to Houston teaming up with James Harden. And he wants the same thing. He wants to be above James Harden when James Harden is a far superior talent offensively. And Dwight Howard wants to do both. Dwight Howard has never been able to accept the Bill Russell role of being the best defensive player. Well, Mind your own business on offense. He wants to be an, a two-way star. And the sad fact is, he's not that. He's a great defensive player, but he lacks offensive talents. He does. He hasn't developed a post-up move in 10 years. His game, like I said before, is way too simple. And he's ruined his he's ruined his chance to join these super teams with Harden, with Kobe, with Steve Nash. With all these guys. He couldn't form one in Orlando. He leaves Houston. 
He leaves L.A. He, he get, goes to Atlanta, tries to get a second chance, then he gets traded to Charlotte. It's time and time again. Dwight Howard does not change. He still demands the ball. Again, his moves are still simple. He is a, the most frustrating NBA talent to watch in maybe NBA history. He will go to the NBA Hall of Fame. But to me, his numbers are hollow and his lack of commitment to winning is disturbing. But he's still an NBA Hall of Famer because he's got the stats. And some people will say that stat stuffing. He's a great, great defensive player who wasn't, he didn't love the fact that that's what he was great at. He wanted to be more than that. And some of, my, some of me can appreciate that. But the other side of me is like, dude, just be great at what you are great at. And don't take that for granted. Don't you don't have to be the at one point he was for eight years in Orlando, he was the best player in the league. But he took that for granted and thought it was going to be like that for all five of his stops. And he has been far from that the last few years. He was not the best player in Charlotte. He was maybe the best player in Atlanta because Atlanta wasn't very good. But is that what he wants? Does he, I don't think Dwight Howard's goal is to win a ring. I think Dwight Howard cares too much about being liked. And his reputation has, has ruined him, basically, in NBA circles. NBA fans make fun of him. I don't make fun of him that much. I think he's obnoxious. The Laker thing, that ruined me. That ruined me as a fan of his. But, hey, I think highly of Dwight Howard as a basketball player. But I don't think I would want him on the Celtics, the team that I root for, unless he decides to become the defense of Dwight Howard, and not care about his offensive numbers. Because I think he just cares about looking like a two-way player. And the sad fact of the matter is, he's not a two-way player. He's a great defensive player who just gets points on offense because he demands the ball too much. I don't think he's a very good team player. When it comes to both of them, Carmelo and Dwight, it's sad that they won't win the ring. I don't think either of them are going to sacrifice and win the ring. So, as it stands, I would say Carmelo Anthony is a better player in my mind. Because I at least think, I think deep, deep down, Carmelo Anthony cares about winning. But he also cares about being the face of the team. Dwight Howard has the problem of wanting to be the face of the team, but I don't think he cares about winning. Carmelo Anthony has, I mean, one of the things that people criticize Carmelo for is taking the money. Come on, what is he supposed to do? Not take $28 million a year by the Knicks. He wanted to be the face of New York. I think he was he was loyal to New York. I think Melo should have stayed with the Nuggets, but I can at least respect the fact that when he got to New York, he never demanded a trade. He signed the contract. Phil Jackson wanted to keep him, and then all of a sudden Phil Jackson hated him. I couldn't stand that decision by Phil Jackson to destroy an NBA superstar's reputation. I understand why Dwight Howard's reputation was destroyed. He himself destroyed it. Phil Jackson destroyed Carmelo Anthony, who was loyal to his franchise, didn't say anything bad about being a Nick, and tried to solve the problem and become a great player. And he helped in the development of Porzingis. There's not, there's not a lot of teammates who say Carmelo Anthony was a terrible teammate. There are franchises galore who think Dwight Howard is a terrible, terrible teammate. His teammates in Orlando when he was a superstar, his teammates in Houston, James Harden didn't seem sad to see Dwight go. Atlanta doesn't seem sad to see him go. L.A., 
I don't think L.A. really even wanted to keep him. I just think they made it look like they wanted to keep him. I don't think they wanted Dwight Howard to be the next Shaq after they got to know him. And for that fact of the matter, I think Carmelo Anthony is the overall better player. He is one of the top 10 scorers in NBA history. He's one of the best scorers to watch play the game. Over 25,000 points. His post-up game is insane. His rebounding is underrated. His scoring abilities are insane. He, at his best, he was as interesting to watch score as Kevin Durant. He was unstoppable. Watching him play with Allen Iverson was interesting. Watching him play with other scorers is always interesting because Yes, Carmelo Anthony does have that, I'm going to put up my numbers no matter what. But there is a there is a clutch factor to Carmelo. He has hit game-winning shots. He has helped his teams win. And for that matter, he is the winner of this edition of the Head-to-Head Podcast, Carmelo Anthony over Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, it's sad to see both of them not be at the top anymore. But for my, for my sake, they were two of the best players I will ever see play basketball. But Carmelo Anthony is just slightly ahead of Dwight Howard. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Head to Head Podcast on iTunes Podcast. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe. There will be a weekly episode, so tune in for more of the, of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. Thanks for listening.